Hello everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter Daniel, and I'm here with producer and host Claudia Pareco. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to release the biggest blocks holding you back from your deepest desires? If so, you're listening to the right show, The Secret Power of You, with special guest Terry Christine. Throughout our highly viewed shows, you and all high vibrational listeners will journey to your subconscious mind, a very powerful and mysterious force, to identify what has been holding you back, release it, to confidently walk in the direction of your dreams, goals, and intentions. As an intuitive energy healer and psychic medium, Terry Christine is able to connect to the source of the block, tell you when this block was created, by whom, how old you were, and a description of the occurrence. Together, we will shift that energy out of your existence to allow room for the energy of what you desire in your life. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com. Terry will assist in helping to point out what you cannot easily see for yourself, to heal and guide towards wholeness and well-being. As your intuitive energy healer, Terry Christine accelerates the awakening process by providing resources and tools to help you move even further along towards the life you want most. To contact Terry Christine directly, please visit www.terriech. R-I-S-T-I-N-E dot com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time to See View and listen to all our shows. For more information, visit cview1111.net and look under Seasonal Shows. Are you ready to raise your vibration into a new blueprint of creation and feel a sense of knowing that your life is transformed into an easier way to live? Get ready! Set your intent to be chosen from the list of callers and join us in welcoming Terry Christine. Everybody to today's show with Harry Christine. She is the author of The Secret Power of You. And when she wrote that book back some years ago, that's when we started having Harry Christine here at Seaview. And since then, we have been so privileged to have the power that she brings into our show. Today's topic is the Dear Hunter Seeking Your Mate. And Terry Christine just explained to us that what does it sound to you if you could magnetize yourself to attract to your life 
not only your soulmate, but that perfect friendship, that perfect partner for your business, for your life, that friend that you really need. How would that feel for you? Are you ready to do that today? If so, this is the perfect place. And let's bring our magnetizer to the show. Thank you, Terry, for being here with us. And thank you, everybody. Hi, Claudia and everyone listening. I'm really grateful to be here. I'm so excited. Uh, You know, I'd asked you uh, a little bit before we got on air, if you saw my um, post on Facebook, it was uh, yesterday uh, aired. I was on Good Morning Washington. It was so exciting (laughs) to really allow people to physically see what I do and help them connect to their inner guidance. You know, that, that feeling of being able and capable of being uh, the magnet to attract what it is that you want. And truly, that's really what it is. Where's your mind? What are you thinking? How are you presenting? Are you living in gratitude? That's so, so important. Are you living in your own truth? You know, there's many people that you may be hiding behind some words or truly fearing retaliation or how those words are going to affect others, meaning you're just simply triggering their own inner limiting beliefs. So I'm really excited to uh, see what we can do for everybody today. I uh, labeled this the deer, D-E-A-R, hunter. It's that, you know, we want to attract people into our life that support our higher good, right? Our higher self of being, um, living in excitement and fun, uh, things that are smooth and easy. And sometimes the people around us may be um, a little bit chaotic or not supporting us or hanging on to them for fear of, right? You could have um, abandonment issues from a parent who might have left the family unit when you were young or they might have transitioned and left. I'm getting quite a few clients that their parents had died when they were in their teens. So I am here to help you supersize into magnetizing Uh, some of the amazing people out there that can support your soul, support your growth, and um, eliminate the ones that no longer serve you. (laughs) (laughs) And that is excellent. You know, I also heard a lot of people looking for their tribe, meaning those that um, feel like you, that your energy is better around them. And sometimes they are not that close to you or so you think. So being a magnet of that, of everything that is good for you, well, it sounds like an excellent place to be. Thank you, Terry. Oh, thank you. Let's supersize some people today. Yes. And so, and I did hear your that interview and it's posted on Facebook. It's shared. So just uh, go to Facebook, go to Terry Christine's, go to um, our Facebook page in CDU Quantum Network or my personal one, Claudia Pureco, and you can find that link to, and I love, because you explained also one of your sessions with one of the hosts of that show, and, you know, many times we 
hear things and we don't really understand what is it that you do, what a healer does, what is someone that with the uh, powers that you have can help our lives with. So it is a really good visual to have. And another way is right here, like in our show, just listening to you, Terry Christine, we can get a lot of the advantages as going in person with someone. Uh, I'm sorry, Claudia, I didn't hear the end part. Going into what? Yeah, listening to you, we can get the same advantage as in going in person to see you. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, uh, I'm sorry, your uh, microphone was just a little bit um, fuzzy, let's call it that way. So yes, there is no time and space with energy. I've been doing this work for over 15 years. I can connect to you no matter where you are in the world. I'm going to showcase the strongest limiting belief that is within your subconscious so that you can see what it is, hear what it is, that's keeping you from, let's go dot, 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 because I'm sure everyone has something different. We are not a one-size-fits-all. And when I'm doing hands-on work, most of the time it's usually for people that are local or I have lots of clients that fly in all over the country to see me. But most of the time the hands-on work is for people that have physical pain and a physical uh, pain in the body is simply an emotional block that's been triggered to create uh, a physical feeling in the body. I just shift the emotional block out of the body and so the pain goes away. Does it make sense? It does make sense. And, you know, and we have had evidence of that more and more all over the globe, even hospitals in places where they were more into, if I don't see it, I don't believe it, are now bringing the holistic, the alternative healers into the medical force because it, it's been proven scientifically that it works. Oh, absolutely, and I show it time and time again when I have clients that come and they're having, you know, some kind of surgery, maybe foot or ankle or knee or whatever. I tell them to come to see me within the first three days of that surgery, and I'll just put my hands and shift the emotional aspect of it, and I shorten that um, healing process. So recently I had a client who had knee replacement, and she came within those three days, and she had to go back to the doctor. She actually came to me with a, the wrap that still was kind of from the surgery. I'm like, ooh, look at that. <laughs> and she had to go the next day, and she didn't have a cane. She wasn't limping. She was bending her knee, and the doctor could not believe. And, you know, I'm just sharing what she said, but he couldn't believe that she wasn't using any type of support and wasn't limping. And uh, her healing process was reduced by nine weeks. She only had to, I think it was like two or three weeks, have some form of a PT, and she was bouncing and didn't have any pain and back to wearing her heels and all of that. Wow. And I know. It was really amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, and, you know, when, when you hear or see things like that, it's, we live in such a magical place. It's like so... I'm so glad to be in these times because I feel like many of the things that we're not allowing humans ourselves to witness those, all of those are now being lifted and being able to witness these 
these times. I, I just love it. I believe that more and more people are looking for alternative ways, that they want to separate themselves from pharmaceuticals, or they know that there's another way they can take care or feel like there's another way that they can take care of their physical body. So they're seeking uh, alternatives such as homeopathic doctors, intuitive or energy healers, those type of people, and they can complement the type of uh, work that you're doing with a traditional doctor or Medicare, you know, med- medicine, excuse me. And, and then, cause I just look at myself as I complement the doctors and other types of, you know, medical workers versus like, you know, I mean, cause I, I feel like we're just all helping in a, in our way. Right. You know, and you'll find some that are they're not, uh, you know, weak. Let's put it that way. Let's say they're a little bit weak in the help category, but I just want to know that I'm feeling that I can empower my client, that they can get back on their feet shorter than what the traditional people are saying, and so that they can get back to feeling uh, amazing in their physical body. Thank you. And, um, Hello, Christine. So today's show is about the deer hunter. We talked a little bit, a little bit before that. But tell us how is it that you came up with that, with the topic of today, and how <laughs> pertinent it is for today's show. You know, I love it. It's funny. I I have uh, an online group energy clearing that I do once a month, and it's on the first of the month. And I sit down at the end of the year and come up with various topics for every month. And when I was sitting down, I have to come up with like just a tagline or a title, right? And so the first place I usually go are songs, you know, the titles of songs. And I'm like, oh, and then somehow I got to the title of movies. <laughs> and there is a movie, the deer, D, well, I guess I think it's D-E-E-R, so the deer hunter or whatever. Uh, but I, I thought, how interesting that I can turn that into a relationship topic. And I, I, I don't know, I just came I thought, oh, what a great idea. So I, I just sort of sit, meditate, contemplate over what would be something that someone is struggling with and that they really just want to move past it so that they can, you know, secure their mate, to secure a cool, uh, fun uh, office mate you know, and uh, friends, you might find that some of your friends aren't resonating with you anymore. So we want to be able to attract people that support our inner soul that makes us happy and that get us, right? That That's right. And so are we ready to start taking some callers? I want to verify that um, Nuri can hear you. Nuri, can you hear us? Yes, I hear you. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Claudia, Great. you're going in and out a little bit, dear. Uh, is it sorry, better I... now? Uh-huh. I hear it perfectly. That... Who, who was this? Is this Mary? Moody. Oh, Moody. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear because um, Claudia's uh, speaker was going in and out. Moody, how are you, dear? I'm Terry. Fine. And thank you. And you? I'm very well. Thank you for asking. And how can I help you today? I 
I agree with you that we are um, we are connecting or we are trying to connect with others in a better way, and we are connected with ourselves in a better way and ways that we don't uh, we haven't been trying in in our lives. And I think that some of us or already a lot of us have blocked or in our minds of how to do it. And we have the heart to do it, but sometimes our mind is what blocks us to do that kind of relationship. I would like to know where is my block and how, what can I do to unblock it? I love the way you said that more of us are trying but may not know how. So that's absolutely right uh, because we're seeking yet not being able to find for we're looking for uh, a certain idea or something to present itself. And because we're taught that just like in school, you know, one plus one equals two, and the teacher is writing it on the chalkboard. But in the case when, it ta- when it's about your intuition, your inner knowing, it is a feeling. It is um, what someone would say, it's a coincidence. There are no coincidences when things happen in your life. They're happening for a reason. They're happening for a thought process that you created. And however you're thinking, the creation is in front of you and you many have troubles putting those pieces together of what they were thinking that they just created that. So Moody, for you, uh, well, that was a broad question, but I'm going to tell you that when I pick up limiting beliefs, it's usually created before the age of seven. And there are five different ways, but the first two that are the strongest with anybody is usually mom or dad meaning that you'll have an interaction with them as you're growing up and that you as a child don't have the same experience as adults. So meaning that, you know, as an adult, we work. So we know how much it costs to pay our electric bill or a car payment or a mortgage. With a child, we just think that money it just flies into the house and then it's there. And so we're just uh, living as, an ex- as the experiences are happening and growing as we are guided. And so when we're guided by others that may have limiting beliefs, we, and everybody does, we are taking them in as well. So you'll see certain patterns. The patterns could be as simple as, you know, getting up a certain way and you see your mom going downstairs first thing in the morning and turning the coffee maker on. And you might find yourself doing that as an adult, because that's all you saw every day that your mom was doing. So some of the patterns uh, that you can take in could be, you know, a dad arguing over, you know, or how about this mom uh, coming in and then the shoes are all in front of the front door. And then she goes, why are people's shoes in the front door? So then your pattern would be, I'm going to make sure my shoes or somewhere else, or I might be triggered and tell somebody they need to move their shoes in front of the front door because that may be a pattern that mom was projecting based on her experiences around her as well. So for you, Moody, you have a very strong dad block, D-A-D, dad. And again, Mm -hmm. I I just have a fight with him about that. 
I'm I don't want to I don't like the patterns. I don't I don't like the way he does a lot of things. And I I told him that I was not going to feel having I don't want that in my life anymore. I don't want the way he do the things that I have been um, approving because I'm her daughter, because he's my father. I I don't want to do, do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So congratulations on setting your own boundaries. But we have to do it with love because you just said, oh, we just had an argument. We have to do it with love and set our own boundaries and making sure there's no judgment attached. Now, when you said, I don't want to do that anymore, great, that's a boundary. But then are you accepting him for whatever or however he is living his life? Uh, it's not okay for him to project on you what he thinks you should be doing because every soul needs to live their life as they feel uh, appropriate for them, right? But then is he just having his same old patterns within himself trying to say, oh, I know that if Moody does X, Y, and Z, that she could either be making more money or attracting the mate that she wants, but she's not doing it. So he's going to start telling you what he thinks you should be doing. But that's not correct because he hasn't lived in your body for what you see and what you hear and how you feel that things are working for you, right? Versus what they work for him. And so Mm -hmm. it's, it's a matter of accepting him for who he is as he should be accepting you for who you are. And, and you are an adult now, so he doesn't have to guide you anymore. He can talk to you and you can share your feelings but it doesn't have to be about you should be doing this or I'm telling you it's better if you do something else. No, that's just how, you know, they're looking at it as their livelihood of what they grew up in and they had an experience and they realized, well, if I continue to drink Coca-Cola, I'm not going to lose any weight. Where you might find I can have a Coca-Cola, you know, once a week or whatever you choose and I'm not gaining weight. Your bodies are different. Again, we're not a one-size-fits-all. So I'm picking up this mm-hmm. dad block, and if you give me a minute, let me uh, let me just pick up into your energy. So I feel even before I started waiting for a movie to show up in my head, I am clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient allows me to hear, feel, and see. So I can see movies in my head. I didn't even wait for the movie. I could feel it. I felt like his energy was coming at me almost kind of pushing me so do you find that your dad is um when he talks to you he talks at you do you know what that means when they talk at you no i don't understand that okay that's fine so when a parent when he talks to me he talks because he see me he see who i am who i really am that's what you're talking about no, when I say he talks at you, instead of sitting down and saying, oh, baby, how was your week? Or how was your a couple of weeks? I haven't talked to you in a while. Tell me what's going on. Is there anything uh, that okay. I can help you with? That's not talking at you. That's talking with you. 
talking at you no, he, is... He, he, he doesn't know how to do that. Right. He talks at you, meaning... You know, oh, you know, I was, I, I saw something, and if you would have done it that way, I'm telling you, you would have had the career that you wanted, or something that's talking at you, like telling you what's better for you. Make sense? Yes. Yeah. And so what happens is that when you have, let's call it aggressive energy, meaning energy that sort of is, uh, I, I, I got to be careful with your words because you'll grab onto it. Uh, when they, like a leader with, with not wanting any guidance, like a person who says, all right, everybody get over here. Let's do this. The project takes this and this and this. And somebody might be just as long in the project as the other person, but he doesn't want to hear. They're, they're just going to just tell you, like, this is the way it is and this is the way we're going to do it, Right. And so Mm -hmm. when you're in an experience like that, you sort of clam up or you just shut down. Like you don't hear half the things they're saying, right? Mm. I have been here, I I have been hearing that all my life. Right. It's not important what I said or or what I said is not Mm, the right thing, so I'm to the top of that. I'm right. I'm learning to hear myself without asking anyone else, and that's what I'm doing now. Fantastic, but what I'm saying is where you can be triggered is that when you're in a group of people, let's say it's at work, and someone starts saying, let's do it this way, let's do it that way, I think this would be a better way, you sort of shut down? I don't, okay, I I shut down if I don't like the ways you're telling me. If you're you're yelling me, you make me feel bad at saying it. I I am open to receive that I'm not the right thing, I'm doing everything, but I like the forms. The forms is very important to me. That's what I'm agreeing on. <laughs> That's what I was trying to tell you, that I agree that you shut down, that you uh, have to think about or go within or withdraw a little so that you can have a sense of reclaiming your power, meaning, all right, this sounds good. I like this. But you may approach the boss and say, you know, I had this idea. Would you consider it? You know, so you're finding opportunities okay. to speak with your voice. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen with him. I wasn't talking about your dad. I was giving okay, you a scenario. I have to do it with me. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that within the back and forth, of dad thinking that he knows more about what you should be doing versus what you know you want to do. The challenge is, is that you withdraw from other people because they can trigger you with making it sound like they're trying to tell you what to do. Does that now make sense? Yes. Okay. And so that's the limiting belief. That's the block that's keeping you from being able to hear people 
that can be coming across a little more aggressive because you'll shut down. So that's what I'm telling you. You're shutting down with opportunities because of how someone is presenting something to you. Do you understand? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a matter now of saying to yourself, this, no one is really telling me what to do. They're helping guide me. And I understand that with everything I have. I understand that. Now, it's, again, your choice. Now, when it comes to work, you know, you know, we have supervisors. They have, you know, their idea. But we can always take them aside and share our opinions or our knowledge and feel like we can be part of the team. If it works with some supervisors, great. If it doesn't, then you know that this supervisor is very headstrong and that's just something either you find love in what you do or you find another job. That really is that simple. There's many people that are in jobs they don't like. But for your dad, you have to be able to accept that that's who he is. He really does love you. But you have to be able to communicate without judgment that, Dad, I love you so much and I know that you care about me, but you'll have to allow me to grow and experience life. And I know you're there, but when you tell me I have to do certain things, it makes me feel like I'm restricted. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So truly it's a matter of communicating but communicating in love and telling him that I love you and I know you do me, but let me do me. <laughs> That's true. Does it make sense, honey? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That's really what this is about. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye, sweetie. Okay. So, and remember that we are uh, deleting old blogs. So continue listening for the um, deleting blogs part of the show. So we are now going to go to North Carolina and let's bring Mary to the show. Hi, Mary. Hi, Hi Terry. This is great to be with you. Um, um, I've I, this feels a little bit weird to me how I'm going to present this to you, but what I was uh, in a relationship with a man for around 27 years, and um, I left the relationship, ended the relationship, which was about 10, 11 years ago, to be with another man. And um, a few years, just a few couple, three years ago, I realized that to be back with with um, Joe, my guy that I was with and that he is my true love. And um, anyway, uh, there was a possibility that we were going to reunite, but he has put a big blockage up toward me because he, I left him and I think he was afraid that I would leave him again or I don't know if he's trying to punish me or whatever, but um, I really Every day I feel stronger and stronger that I need to be reunited with him. And I know deep in his heart that he does love me. And so he has a big blockage up toward me. And so I I don't know. Um, 
whatever you see or can do about this situation. <laughs> okay. So it's very interesting when you first said you were with him for 27 years and you moved on to someone else, I knew that you were going to say about getting back or wanting to be back with him. His fear is exactly what you said the first time, is that it will happen again. And so when you're with somebody a really long time, and for whatever the the reason or the purpose that you two moved in separate directions, it was whatever was within you. So there was weakness in the relationship, obviously, or you would not have left. And I'm finding that with, you said his name was Joe? What was his name? Joe. Okay. So Joe, just his first name, yeah. So with Joe, lots of mom blocks going on, and I can feel his energy through you. So when people go, how did you know that? Because when a person starts talking about another person, it just, it's a full connection through you to him. And so if he's got some fears with his mom of not being heard, not being seen, he's a little withdrawn, and then here you are together, and your soul is calling for more. Oh, I know I'm on it, Mary. Your soul is wanting something deeper. And it was more of a connection, not, not uh, um, something you see. You wanted more of something to feel. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. And so here you are. Year after year after year, feeling like I just feel like I'm either, I don't feel like it was more of a roommate. I almost feel like uh, it has sister, sister brotherhood or, you know, it, and you wanted more. And, and there were moments that, yeah, they were getting more and I'm sure there was intimacy involved and all of that. But it's almost like he became complacent. Well, she's here. It's all good. I'm not having to worry about it. She's here. It's almost, I feel like. He is a a bit, if I could put a scale of 1 to 10, he's about a 20% narcissist. Not a lot, but he has narcissistic tendencies, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so in that case, you might be in the kitchen and you're sad, and then he says something like, what's wrong with you? It's almost as if he became insensitive to your sensitivities. Does that make sense? Yes. So, and then for you being in the relationship, when we're, for women, when we're in it longer, the longer, the stronger. We want to just feel like they got our back and they're, they're holding our hand and they're cuddling us, you know. And when they become more complacent thinking that and believing, what have I done? What's going on? Can't he see this? And then we start questioning ourselves and then we start having doubt within ourselves. And then it's just sadness because we can't figure out what it is to make it better when it really is them. Right. So for him, he's thinking, well, she didn't appreciate what I had. Yeah, I do miss her. Yeah. We had a lot going on, but it was so easy. I heard frivolous. It was so easy for her to do what she did. And in this case, for you, it wasn't. You were tormented. But it's a person, again, deciding in what they feel, similar to like the woman right before, Moody, uh, her dad feeling like he knows better what she needs to do versus what she knows what she wants to do, where in this case, he's like, 
well, she knew. She, why would she even come back at me? But I do love her, and I do want to be with her, but I don't know if I want to go through that again. And it's almost like a give or take. Like the, the challenge with this, sweetie, is that if you two do get back together, he's, you think he was controlling them in certain aspects? It can even be even more because he's going to rein in. I see this um, fishing line and um, reeling it in, like keeping you close at hand so that that's not going to happen again versus talking it out. He's not much of a talker, is he? No. Yeah. And so he just assumes. I see him sitting on the couch. I see him walking in. Does he... um, waddle a little bit does he have some back or hip issue i don't know because i haven't seen him in a couple years i don't know oh okay i see him just slightly waddling as if he's got a knee or hip like it's more of a hip something going on with a hip either he needs a hip replace i heard hip replacement or he needs or he's got some pain going on there uh but he'll he's he wants to be the predominant one So you may be feeling like 27 years of comfort and whatever that comfort was, it was a feeling, but it may not have been actions, right? More of a feeling. You have to be careful not to go back. You want to go forward. And then you want to go forward with someone who's open, who's supportive, because going back is not going to get you what you've been wanting for the very same reason of why you separated and moved in another direction. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, but I want to go forward with him. I don't want to go back in any way, shape, or form. I want, I want to go forward with him. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean he, he's my heart and heart. I love him. I, I, I understand I that. But, the, but what was the reason why you left? I left him because I met a man I was really, really um, actively pursuing spiritual growth, and I was doing all kinds of workshops, and I met a man whose whole life was dedicated to his spiritual growth, and we just, we resonated, and um, I thought, you know, I had met, you know, the man of my dreams, and then after a while, I saw that that was not true and that my heart really was with Joe. And, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you know that never have left if Joe was fulfilling your soul, if everything about him was supporting and loving to you. You never, no matter what, you could be presented with another man standing right in front of you. But when your, your soul mate, which you're saying is Joe is in perfect harmony with you, you, it would have been all strength and no weakness. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying now when you look back, because we have to look back on and reflect on what we had, you're missing certain things, but what can happen is that it can cloud the exact things that you left him for when you're focusing on the things that yes. were 
excitable and fun. Yeah, I'm aware and of that. So, yep. Okay. And so for Joe, Joe is not communicating, and you've spent many years now working on your intuition, your spiritual connection. That becomes a passage for you to communicate more, but Joe hasn't gone through that. He's not going to communicate more. He may even communicate less. So if you haven't seen this man for a while, and when was the last time you talked to him? It's been a while as well, right? Well, we communicated uh, by messaging um, about a year ago, and then he wishes me happy birthday, you know, by, by, on message, and, and I wish him happy birthday on messaging and and all that. But um, he got involved with another woman about a year and a half ago, and but I think that relationship is ending. So mm-hmm. he just so if himself. it's ending, though, and he knows that you're available or he knows you're out there, and if he feels that, you know, what you had is worth going and moving forward together with, then he would be reaching out. But also the way things ended, it's very hard for an individual if they don't communicate it out to be able to move forward. And you already acknowledged what I picked up is that he doesn't communicate. So it's not a matter of clearing him to bring him back to you. It's a matter of him shifting that if he saw and felt exactly what you're seeing and feeling today, then that's how you can move forward. But he has to be ready, willing, and able. You are already in that place. Does that make sense? Do you understand? Yes, I totally understand. That's why I'm wanting him him to, to remove his shield that he's put up against me. That's what I want to happen is for him to shift. Right, but since you spent many years in working on your spiritual development, you know it has nothing to do with what other people do when it comes to our growth, our happiness, and our abundance. It's all within us. So you're actually sitting in limbo for anything that you want in any relationship, for that matter, while you're hanging on and hoping and praying somebody else steps up to become ready, willing, and able. So, yes, I hear you loud and clear that you want someone else to change, meaning talk to you, communicate with you, bring you back into your life, but you have to choose that that's not what he's doing right now and that you have to decide that you can't sit endlessly thinking that this person will do it. He clearly knows that, you know, I mean, you talked to him a, a while back, right? And you, he clearly knows that of your interest, correct? Yes. Okay. So, honey, I, I, I understand many people, oh, I've worked on myself. I know what I've done. I've made mistakes. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm a better person. But if the other person is, is at this time saying, no, I, I think we've had enough, we're, we're moving on, we at this point have to accept that and then grow within ourselves. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. I, you know, I can feel your pain. I can feel what it is that you want so much. 
almost all the way to your soul saying, I know what happened. I know what I did. I know what trans transacted. Let's put it was a transaction. But in the end, there were some weaknesses within Joe that wasn't satisfying your soul. And none of that has changed. Okay. And that's what he sits at home thinking, well, I haven't changed. You know, people do change every day. They're so subtle yet very profound. But some of the subtleness is not enough for someone who's worked a long time or even a certain amount of time, you know, whatever it is, within their own spiritual growth, trusting their own intuition, connecting to source, manifesting, creating, meditating, those things. And if he's still at the place of where he is and he hasn't really changed much of his own patterns, you're still going to have the relationship that's still going to be weak within the two of you. I understand. So what I would like you to do is when you're thinking of him, think of the weaknesses because that in itself will allow you to sever the ties so that you can move forward and understand why you made the decision that you made. I know that's something you don't want to hear. You'd rather me just ma- wave my magic wand and Joe knocks on your door and gives you a call. But it's within the two of you that everything was decided when you moved in another direction. Okay. And so... Let me hold on for a second. Let me just connect to your energy. I'm picking up some strong mom stuff right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hold on real quick. Was your mom a dominant energy in the house? Like, did she have a tendency to do the my way or the highway thing? Oh, yeah. Terribly. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I just heard my way or the highway. And yeah, so when yeah. you have a yeah, when you have a parent that is like that, then there can be like you you became the magnet to attract a dominant person. I feel like Joe has some of those tendencies. Is that accurate? Oh yes. Wonderful person. Yes. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying that that there were some things that he would have preferred over some oh, yeah. of the things he preferred, so it was his way or the highway, right? Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean, yes. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure. And when you're in a relationship and this person is not willing to budge or even gift you part of the decision or part of the process of sharing your opinion, then it makes you feel stifled or controlled or restricted. 
And even though there were moments he comes in and he's sitting at the table and he's talking and he's sharing, he'll get up and he'll go to the TV and I'll leave you with the dishes or I'll leave you. And you've gotten into a groove that that's what you do. You've been together like husband and wife. And so you're focusing on, you know, I liked it when he shared and when he was sitting at the table and we laughed and, you know, I didn't mind doing certain things. So you're almost talking yourself into the things that you didn't like. Right now you're talking yourself into, I can accept them. It's okay. Right? Yes. Yeah. But, honey, it's not okay. It really isn't. You're going to get right back into those feelings of feeling restricted and not heard. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So there has to be a time, like right now, that you can forgive yourself, number one, because I feel like you have a lot of guilt and shame uh, and resentment to yourself, yeah, that you created the energy to finally separate from what you did not like or, or want. And then when you forgive yourself and you feel it, forgive him for making you feel, and I say making you because it's the trigger of. So he didn't put it upon you and force you. It was your trigger saying, you know, if you were getting like mom, my way or the highway, why couldn't she see it differently? Why couldn't I be able to? And you were saying it with Joe as well. And forgiving him, forgiving mom, and then knowing that you are a magnet to another who will give you and support you and hear you and love you and be an equal partner instead of the one you're always taking care of. Okay. I feel, did Joe have any, um, was he borderline diabetic or something? Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Did he, um, did he have any health issues when you were together? Um, some, yeah. Yeah. Uh, were they becoming a little more predominant at the end of the relationship? Um, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Was when you did um, sever the ties, he was pretty brutal, huh? He was upset. I'm not talking... Yeah, I'm not talking physical. I'm talking like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can imagine that he was upset. But there are some, when they think about being part of the relationship as well, blaming you versus sitting back and thinking about some of the things he was doing that caused yeah. the weakness in the relationship. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But I feel like while you were together, there was quite a bit of that that he would put upon you versus thinking, well, I could have helped her a little more or I should have, you know, given her a call when I knew she was upset about her girlfriend. And I felt like he was being a little bit selfish in your relationship, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. And I want to make sure that you're not focusing on 
like your age or the, you know, where you are and not wanting to start again. And it's easier to go back to what I had and I can just deal with it. It's okay. It wasn't so bad. No, no, that's not true. And you're only focusing on the good things and accepting the unacceptable. Okay. It's time to focus on really what you want, honey. And really, even though the other gentleman that you ended up um, moving into with, into another relationship with, was giving you the strength to set your boundaries and to say, no, I've had enough. And so he, and he's not here now, so he's not present in your, in your life, but it gave you the strength to say, I don't have to put up with some of this unacceptable behavior from some people, meaning Joe. Okay. There is a magnificent person waiting for you, sweetheart. You just have to feel that you are magnificent and you deserve it. But when you're going back thinking that you can just accept certain things that didn't, that weren't right then, then you're you're not allowed you're not loving yourself enough to say I deserve something better. Okay. Does that make Sounds sense good. for all of that? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. So let's do a clearing based on um, accepting the unacceptable, loving ourselves more, more freely. Loving our boundaries, loving the fact that we have set boundaries and now we can live in them instead of being mm, like free-flowing, depend on who the person is. Boundaries are boundaries. And if a person isn't being loving and receptive to the things you do for them, meaning being able to give back unconditionally as well, then they need somebody else and not you. So let's everybody take a big breath in through our nose and out through our mouth. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping me from feeling that I own my own inner soul, that I own my boundaries and I feel alive and present with my boundaries who I am, where I am, why I am, no longer feeling stuck or stagnant, no longer feeling I have to go back to get back. Ooh, delete, 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 across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from releasing the stranglehold of what you thought you had, which is nothing compared to what you are. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from knowing, it is time to feel your love of self. No longer feeling like there's only one fish in the sea because of the longevity we had and the mistakes I've made. Delete, delete, delete. There are no mistakes in life. You were granted and given your own inner strength when you fully connected and made the decision to end it, to the end all, to be all, and to be happy with you. 
uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from truly honoring yourself and severing the ties of feeling you've made a mistake. You've made no mistakes in your life. Zero, zilch, none. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Everywhere and anywhere that's keeping you from truly feeling satisfied, side of who you are. Satisfied of stepping into working on yourself on that deep, intuitive level where we all want to be. Feeling satisfied of what you did and how much you've grown. And satisfied of knowing you no longer have to look back over your shoulder. You are moving forward like riding a bike. You are happy, fulfilled, and excited to be. Just be. Uncreate, transmute, and vaporize across all time, dimension, space, and reality. Take a deep breath into your nose, everybody. And out through your mouth. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. How are you feeling, Mary? And that is fantastic. Yes, and everybody's feeling so much lighter. Mary, thank you. And, you, you know, I love when you do these clearings because also it set us free from believing that we have to change somebody or save somebody or do something that is not just us, correct? Yeah, no, absolutely. Everything is within us, our thoughts, our feelings, our actions. When at first, what Mary was wanting, I could feel she didn't have it with Joe. But she was wanting to go back because of the longevity. 27 years is a really long time. However, if you're not having someone that can see all the wonderful, magnificent things that you do unconditionally, look, I tell my, my, you know, my clients, my friends, everything we do is a gift, everything, my friends. When you are cooking dinner for your family, your husband, your spouse, your partner, your kids, That is a gift. That is not a given. And when they understand, meaning the the partner, the spouse, the husband, the children, they look at you and go, thank you, mom. Thank you, sweetheart, for doing that for me. It's a gift. So when we're thinking of others, it's a gift, the present for us, because we're living in love. We love ourselves and we love the other. But when we're not getting it in return, We become resentful. The relationship is stagnant, and it has nothing to do with them. It's everything to do with us inside. Because Mary already started accepting the unacceptable way before she met that guy who was in her spiritual journey. He just gave her an anchor to love herself more, to feel the feelings that she was already feeling, and finally set a boundary to set herself free. But if she were to continue to focus on what he did that was unacceptable, she wouldn't want and be gravitationally pulled back to what she thought she had because she never really had what she had, right? She never had what was fulfilling or she never would have ended it with him. 
it's time for her to move on. Like all of us, keep moving forward, knowing that we can accept all the decisions we made and grow and expand from there, love ourselves, and become the magnet to what it is that we truly want and desire and fulfills our soul. This is Terry, and I'm complete. <laughs> and that is excellent. So let's magnetize ourselves and wait for your next show in two months, fully magnetizing, and let us know that the true partners, friendships, soulmates that come to your life. Everybody, thank you for being here with us. Thank you, Terry. Is there anything that you want to leave us with? Thank you, Claudia. I'm so excited. So I, I just aired on Good Morning Washington. So if you do go to my website, and it's just Terry Christine on Facebook. I, I, I'm sorry, on the, the, the video's not there. I've got to uh, get my IT guy to put it on my uh, website. But you can find some special tidbits, some videos. I'm on YouTube where there's lots and lots of videos to help you, small little three- to four-minute videos. Uh, but go to Facebook. You can see exactly what I do when I'm doing hands-on work. I'm also filming a reality series. I cannot mention it until the trailer is launched. But once it's launched, I will make sure I present it to everyone. But I'm sure we'll be talking about it on the next show when I'm with you. So thank you, everyone, for being vulnerable and allowing me to create the safe space to share. And I'm very honored and grateful to be here. Thank you and ta-ta for now. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary BDW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus